You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, you know it. It's that time of the week. We'll be chatting about our health and fitness with Nathan Solier. Nathan, it's great to see you. How are you doing this week? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I just I just realized we've got all of this stuff up back here and it's all looking really messy. So I apologize for those people who are on Facebook. But luckily we're on radio, so most of the people will be looking going, I don't know. On the radio, absolutely. But we are, like Nathan said, we are on Facebook. So if you'd like to see Nathan and how messy the back of his room is, uh, do join us on Facebook, <laughs> Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. It's not that messy. It's it's a lot cleaner than our studio, to be honest. Actually, my bag is looking really messy. Now you've made me really self-conscious <laughs> when we move the camera like this. So we're talking about actually a really, really great topic. I think that uh, you've touched on from time to time and that is uh, becoming a morning person which many people just aren't we we hear night owls a lot but you never you rarely hear people say oh i'm a real morning person it takes time and it takes practice to 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 be at your best at your prime really early in the morning so um maybe i'll start off with were you always a a morning person uh shortly no (laughs) (laughs) Maybe when I was a baby, maybe when I was a baby, you know, like uh, you, who, who doesn't have, who, who has not had a kid that does not wake up at 5.36 in the morning at oh, some point, right? They still, like, yeah. You, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how is it, right? I mean, how are your kids? Are your kids getting up still it's pretty six, early? Six, 5.36, you're right. So you're forced to be a morning person. Yeah. But still, I, yeah. I, I feel like I'm still not really yeah, a morning and, person. And, and the funny, the irony is, is that we are supposed to be dictated by the sun and the moon. So when the sun is up, we're supposed to be awake. When the sun goes down, we're supposed to be getting ready to go to sleep. And that's changed over the last, um, you know, over the last hundred years because, um, you know, we, we are now having like electricity that are keeping the lights on. Uh, you know, we, we have this lifestyle now that, you know, we'll work. The, the blue all, light. All, of this, of the blue light off our phones, um, you know the the jobs that we have demanding us to stay up later and get things done. Um, you know, you've even got shift workers. You know, when I was at university, I was one of my jobs was I used to work a, a graveyard shift at um, at a petrol station from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. in the morning. Wow! And that totally screws up your body clock. So you know, so. Just consider that as human beings, we were all made to be early people. (laughs) (laughs) But because of the lifestyle that we lead, especially in Asia, I've noticed that a lot in Asia, is is that we have things that go really late. You know, like things don't close until very late. Restaurants don't close till late. Shops don't close till late. And then as a consequence, they also open late as well. But we are still... um, we are still creatures of, um, I like to say, the creatures of the light, not the night. We are supposed to be awake when the sun is up and, and when the sun goes down, we're supposed to go to sleep. In fact, when sun hits our skin, research has shown that it actually starts to stimulate our body's physiology to start to awaken. So even we're having a, a, a night patch, still is not good enough to get a good night's sleep. So they always recommend when you're sleeping, you should have your room as dark as you can. If you, if you, have, if you can see inside your room at nighttime, 
then it's not dark enough. Oh, wow. Wow, I could definitely see inside my, my room at, at night because, um, I mean, we have a humidifier, for example, and that has like a little like blue light. We stick a blue piece of blue tack on and that kind of gets a bit better. But still, but yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. A, a, a thing in, in Hong Kong, I mean, I'm from Hong Kong, so I, I did get a bit of a culture shock when I when I moved to the UK for, for uni. And I, when I noticed that shops were, were closing at 4.35 and I said to my roommate, um, I said, that that's a possible why are they closing they're like yeah uh, shops in the uk close before six except for thursdays in canterbury where shops are open until eight o'clock and that's supposed to be like wow um exactly but here in hong kong i don't know take the body shop for example that's open till 11 o'clock who goes to the body shop yeah. at 11 p.m or 10 30 p.m to pick up shampoo i don't know whatever so it's yeah and as a result that's, like you said it opens thing. later as well <laughs> strange yeah yeah, and, and I think the the Asian the Asian culture is all, uh, has has gradually. I don't think I don't think the Asian culture has always been like that. I believe the Asian culture was back in the day when we didn't have so much so much electricity, when we did have jobs that really were day jobs. Um, uh, and I'm I'm talking about the days where you know we're picking in rice in the rice paddies, and we you know we're we're farmers and and things like this when. We had to get up early because that was when we had to milk the cows, you know, and, and we had to go to bed. We had to go to bed early. Otherwise, we were never going to be able to milk cows. So, you know, th these are the sort of things that, you know, we've got to consider that um, we have moved so far from how our body is actually supposed to function into this realm of, oh, we're going to pull an all-nighter or, you know, we, you know, we're, my general go to sleep is, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. And I can have a snooze at my desk. So, I, I, if I can give you some sort of insight, you know, I've trained a number of people that have had injuries and 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 uh, and, uh, and mental issues and um, uh, and physiological issues, like you know, their hair is falling out, or they're chronically fatigued, um, or their bowels are all screwed up. And a big part is because their body is not linked to what we call a circadian rhythm and a circadian rhythm is um like i said is, is like you know when we wake up in the morning we're supposed to have lots and lots of energy and then it sort of fades over the day and by the afternoon it starts to fade off until nighttime and then we get ready to bed what happens now is is that you know we wake up in the morning really really tired and then you know and then we sort of peak mid-morning and then in the afternoon, we have this crash in the afternoon. And then because nighttime comes and we keep lights on, our energy levels pick up again. And then we don't get tired. Like I can't tell you how many people say, oh, I have so much more energy at nighttime than I have during the day. Well, that's because your body is, your, your body is so in tune to having at nighttime to be awake because the light in your rooms are all being on and it's tricking your body into thinking it's daylight but it's not. So, so, so that all being said, you know, it's really important that, you know, if, if, if people are out there and they, they, they're having trouble sleeping, um, they have some sort of dis-ease. And what I mean by dis-ease is, is that, that, you know, you're feeling sick, not necessarily you have like an actual disease that the doctor says you've got this, but, you know, if you're feeling chronically tired all the time, if you're not able to do adequate exercise, if your digestion is out, if you are 
are grumpy and, you know, and you find that you have this sort of cycle of, you know, ups and downs and, and you get triggered by whoever at the office or by your parents or by your kids or by your loved one, then you've got to think that you may not be getting enough get enough sleep and and you may not be getting and people say to me yeah but i get to wet at 12 o'clock and i wake up at eight o'clock but the thing is is like i said if your room is still light and you can still see then the quality of sleep that you're getting is poor and we know that the right now like i was up this morning at five o'clock this morning and it was already light so you know you're already being bombarded with a small light in the morning between five and 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 when you wake up at eight o'clock if that's the case so you really need to start taking care of not what how much sleep you're getting but when you're getting to sleep and so this brings us back to the talk today about how we can actually become that person that used defiantly absolutely without a question of a doubt a night person who wants to become a morning person. And the first thing that I have to say, and I have to ask you, is if this is what you really want, then you better be sure that this is what you really want. Because it doesn't matter. There's no going back do, once you cross over to the other side. <laughs> nah. Look, you, 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 may, you may never become, you may never become that early morning person as in, you know, oh, I wake up at 5.30 on the dot and, and I feel great. Well, you know, I would I would have you consider is is that if you do not do uh, some, most or all of the things that I'm going to suggest to you over the next you know over the next ten to twelve minutes, then you know you will you'll probably stay in that state of always being that late night person. But like I said, the first thing you need to be aware of is is you really need to want to change. And if you're not willing to change, it doesn't matter what I say in the next, you know, in the next 12 minutes, you're not going to change. So that's the first number one thing. You've got to be really clear that this is what you really want to do. And and I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people become early morning people, especially when they have kids. So I when I had kids, it was like, uh, you know, game changer. Yeah, it was, right? I mean, like, you know, I can't tell you how many times my wife and I were, like, kicking each other going, it's your turn to get out of bed. I know it's 5, 5.30 in the morning, but it's your turn to get out of bed. Uh, but that being said, I'm not. that's not one of my recommendations to go and have children. But, <laughs> but one of the things that I, I do, I do um, say to a lot of people to be able to get early, and, and one of the first things is, is, is it has to become a habit. And to create a habit, we all know that it takes anywhere between 21 and 30 days to create a habit. Now, I can't tell you how many times that I've had these people, you know, do this for 21, 30 days, and then all of a sudden they're waking up, smelling the roses, you know, catching the worm and all of these things. But that first 30 days is is, is crucial and it's tough and it's it's a real struggle. So what I do with this, and this is what I do with mine, is is that you know I took on a buddy. I had a buddy that I called every morning to make sure that I was doing what I said that I was going to do. So, um, and I still have that buddy. I still talk to this guy every day. You know, not necessarily about you know getting up early, but a whole bunch of other things. But the point being is is like if you have someone you're accountable to, then it's a lot 
harder to get off the hook. And if you keep letting, if, if, if you think that you are going to be the one who's going to be disciplined enough to be able to get up early, think again. There is a reason why it hasn't worked up until now. So what my recommendation is, is, is find a friend that wants to do the same thing. And when you found that friend to be able to do that thing, then you set it up. Go, okay, for the next 30 days, you know, we're going to call each other at 5 o'clock in the morning or text each other at 5 o'clock in the morning or whatever time that you want to set. It can be as early, can be as late as 6 or 6.30 because that's when, you know, that's when you're sort of getting that, that really good, um, uh, really good sunlight outside. So set it up. That's what you're going to do. That's your first one you do. The second one that I would recommend you do is having a, um, a positive affirmation before you go to bed. And the reason why I say this, and I've trialed this a number of times, and I've mentioned this book a number of times as well, called um, uh, mm-hmm. by Hal Elrod, um, The Miracle Morning. And what he, you know, one of the things that he said is, is like the last things that you think before you go to bed will be the first things that you think of in the morning. So if you say to yourself, I'm going to bed and I feel so tired, I'm going to wake up tomorrow tired, I guarantee you, you will. But if you go to bed saying, hey, I'm really, I'm just really excited about tomorrow, I'm going to bed, even though I'm going to bed a little bit later, I'm going to wake up tomorrow feeling really excited about the day and I'll have clarity to perform, clarity to perform over my day and make my day amazing. So that's the reason why I'm going to get up tomorrow morning. That is something that I experiment with. I went to bed before the night and I would say, oh, I'm going to wake up really tired. I'm going to bed. I'm only going to get like a seven-hour sleep or an eight-hour sleep, but I'm going to be so tired tomorrow. I woke up tired. Mm. But when I switched it, and I did it for like three or four days, and I woke up tired every single time. And then I switched it, and I took on this positive affirmation. And one of the positive affirmations that I have, it's a really long one. And I, you know what I can do is I can get this and I can post it in the in the Facebook uh, Facebook chat so that way people can actually have a look at the Facebook affirmation. But the general gist of it is it's, it's completing your day in a way that sets you up for the next day. And you're getting excited about getting up tomorrow. And saying that out loud, and I'm going to be excited when I wake up tomorrow. I'm going to wake up with lots of energy. I'm going to have, um, you know, I'm going to feel amazing. I'm going to address the day. I'm going to do, you know, in my case, I do my, my, my morning ritual. And regardless of how much sleep that I get uh, and, and, and whether I dream about or how tired or overwhelmed I am, I'm going to wake up feeling energetic. I'm going to spring out of bed at 6.30 in the morning or whatever that may be. But having this positive affirmation before you go to bed allows your brain to be tricked into thinking, oh, it's going to go the next morning. Now, let's be real. The first day, it may be really tough for that person who's <laughs> not a morning person. So like I said, you've got to create this habit. And when you do it the first day, the first week is painful, Right. I'm not going to muck around here. The first week of that seven days, that first seven days is painful. But the seven, seven, the second seven days, it gets easier. And I would say uncomfortable, right? And then the third, then the third seven days, then it gets a little bit more, less uncomfortable. But it becomes 
you know, it becomes a little bit um, robotic. And even though you are tired, it becomes a little robotic. By that fourth seven days, and like I said, it takes 21 to 30 days to have it, you find that you're in a bit of a routine, right? And you're in that routine, and then all of a sudden, bang, two and a half, three and a half years down the track. You know, I've been doing this, I've been doing this miracle morning for five years now, and I have no problems getting out of bed. So it does take time and it does take habits to do it. Now, here's another setup for that one for those people who, who are starting this out. You want to make sure that your phone has got an alarm on it. Now, you're going to have to play with the alarm. It could be nice twinkly raindrops or, you know, chimes in the background. Or it could be a, the house is on fire, the house is on fire kind of alarm. But whatever works, you need to find something that's going to make, um, that's going to wake you up. And then you put it on the other side of the room, which means you have to get out of bed. Okay. And so when you have to do that, then all of a sudden you're up. Now, the next part to it is you've got to do two things. One or you actually, you, you've got to do, you've got to do at least, at least one of these things. The first one is going to have a shower. Go and get in the shower, and that'll wake you up, right? The second one is go and get into your workout gear, right? Get into your workout gear, and then you can start doing, um, you can start doing like whether you're going to go for a walk or whether you're going to run or whether you're going to go for, uh, you know, a, a small workout at home or, or whatever that is. But make sure that you change out of your, out of your pajamas. pajamas. Yeah. So that way it sets you up. And then the next thing, the next thing that you want to be having is whether that is, um, uh, whether that's, and I, I always say water. Water's the first thing I have is when I get out of bed is, is I have a big glass of water right beside my bed. The thing with water is, is that it hydrates your body from head to toe. And if you haven't had any water since the night before, and I know some people have sips of water throughout the night, um, that's okay. But make sure that you have a good two to 400 ml uh, glass of water beside your bed. So that way you can neck that as soon as you, um, uh, as soon as you wake up. And I guarantee you, it'll start to waken you up. Now you are ready for your day. And now you need to hit the repeat button. And that means you need to do that the following day. Now, I do highly recommend is, is try to get to bed as early as you can, right? Because the thing is, is the more sleep you get, the better quality of sleep that you get, the easier it will be to wake up the next day. But if you're going to bed at 11 o'clock at night, you're still on your iPhone, you're on your computer, um, you've got the lights on full bore in the house, um, you're not going to get a good night's sleep, right? So I recommend trying to get to bed as early as you can. And if you struggle to get to bed because you are going to bed earlier, then what I reckon you do is you meditate and you meditate in any way form. There's a whole bunch of different apps out there like Headspace. Um, there is a, a de-stress. Um, you know, they're, they're actually, you know what? I've just teamed, teamed up with an insurance company that's released, released Zahi Wellness, which has also got a couple of meditation things on there as well. But my point being is, is like if you're struggling to sleep, then try to, Use meditation as a way of calming your mind and, you know, turning all those electrical things off an hour, make sure you're dimming the lights an hour beforehand. 
and then you do that thing again. And you've got to do it for the next 21 to 30 days. And then you should be okay. And then you should be golden. And and like you said before, the trick to um, wake up early, uh, sorry, the, the trick to go to sleep early is just to wake up early. If you wake up early that very first day, you'll be tired enough to go to bed early that same night. Yeah, you, you, you should be pretty shattered because you probably, you know, went to bed late the night before. And if you get up really early the next day, you should be really tired the next day. And, and, and that's, that's a, a great way of doing it. Absolutely. Well, Nathan, always so nice to have you on the program and for your wise sharing on how to become a morning person. I shall be setting that alarm uh, nice and early. Well, actually, my kids are the alarm and they are definitely on the other side of the, the room. Um, but uh, set that alarm and put it on the opposite side. So this way it forces you to, to wake up and have a big glass of water. So it starts to wake your body up and also have a dark room as well. That's really important. Remind our listeners once again, Nathan, how we can find out more about you and your work. Have you got a YouTube channel or social media? Yeah, you can check out a lot of these things on my YouTube channel, which is Lead Personal Training Hong Kong. Or you can go to my Facebook and leave me a message on there saying, you're going to be a morning person in the next 30 days, and I'm happy to support you as well. So Elite PT Studio on Facebook as well as Instagram. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon, Nathan Solier, and we'll chat again next week. Thank you very much. Take care. Uh